0: Alright guys, welcome to another show of From the Sound. I'm your host Jake Burr and I'm on the phone with Landon Bruce again. So, uh, literally news as of this hour, uh, Tom Brady got his favorite target back, Gronk is back in the league and he got traded to Tampa Bay. Landon, what are your thoughts on this? Uh,
1: is there another favorite to be able to come out of the West of the NFB? Like, uh, geez, that's a that's a pretty great team right there.
0: <laughs> this now that they have Gronk back, they might actually be the favorites to get out of the NFC. Yeah, I mean, the the only thing that's a
1: little shaky is their defense, and even then, their defense is still really good. Right, because um, they,
0: they have a great pass rush, but their corners they, they need help.
1: Right, but they could also score a hundred points in a
0: game <laughs> with this <laughs> offense. Right, and so they might be able to like, give up fifty-eight points in a game, but be able to score a hundred. You know. Yeah. So. See, at, at this. Your poison, I guess. On so I would say on paper the only roster, in the NFC that looks better on paper, would maybe be the 49ers. And I think they're going to give them a run for their money because they're so defensive-heavy. Right. So... Uh, well... Maybe. I mean, with
1: the loss of the DeForest Buckner and...
0: Emmanuel Sanders.
1: Someone
0: else. So they lost Emmanuel Sanders. Right, like, and then I think they lost Eric, Eric like, Armstead, too.
1: Right. And so... I don't think the Niners are quite as good um, as they were last year. Um, I, I think almost every NFC team got a little bit worse, you know, or stayed about the same, except for the Bucs. Um, they really, like, shot their whole team.
0: The Bucks are really going in. You could tell in the next two years they're going all in. If they, if they want to win a Super Bowl, they have to get it in the next two years. The window's wide right. open. It literally went from Jameis having no chance to then they got Tom Brady. Oh, they got a chance. And then they get Gronk back. It's like, all right, we might actually go to the Super Bowl. Right. And it's not like they only have one draft pick. Well, I mean, I'm going to pull
1: up their draft picks right now, but I'm pretty sure... <laughs> uh,
0: I think they have six picks. Um, I mean, and
1: they weren't good this year, so they have a, a pretty decent first outfit. Uh, you know, where you could... 15. I think, but wait, no, I'm sorry. Uh, um, and they have, like, a decent pick.
0: Dude, I'm t- I'm telling you right now though, like, don't sleep on the Bucks. I feel like people are aren't counting the Bucks in because Tom Brady's so old and what after what they saw last year. But I think look at look at last year though. Who was his best target? His best target was a six foot one eighty white receiver. So he
1: was super old and towards the end of his career
0: yeah now you're going to give him and the best receiving core in the think league
1: about it. think about this the last time Tom Brady had like a top tier receiver I'm, I'm going to say Mike Evans is probably top
0: five. he's right top now. tier he's top tier
1: and Chris Godwin is not far behind him his team went 16-0 and they lost the Super Bowl but they were 16-0 and
0: well, then what about this? When he had Randy Moss, he won a Super Bowl with Randy Moss. No, he
1: didn't. They went sixteen and zero. Oh. I'm pretty sure
0: Randy Moss doesn't have. a Randy team. Moss
1: wasn't
0: on that sixteen and zero team. am Are you sure? No. <laughs> uh, that's it. But, dude. Throughout his career, Tom Brady really hasn't had great targets. So, like, I guess he has had good receivers, but I would say he has never had a receiving core this good. With, like, honestly, all three, his number one, two receivers, and his tight end all could probably make the all-pro team. I'm not saying they're all going to be first team. No,
1: no, 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 no. I, I agree with that statement. Um, Your thing about a receiving core not this good. I mean, he had Wes Wilker, Julian Edelman, and Randy Moss cut in their primes. Like, Wes Wilker was super good and stuff.
0: So, okay. here's.
1: I, I, I think I, they were just like a grade below. No, I agree with you. I think... I think this is their best, his best receiving core he's had, especially in a very long time.
0: Right. So, my thing, right, because I knew, I know some people would argue saying that receiving core was better, but I honestly don't think so. I, uh,
1: the only thing, the only thing i say is like, Chris Godwin is like, is it Godwin or Goodwin? I, don't I think know. it's Goodwin. Chris Goodwin. But, um, Right, right. But he's very young, and so he's, like, new. And we had, I, he had a breakout year, and he really can only get better, you
0: know? Right. And the, and then, plus, learning uh, under one of the top five receivers in the league, Mike Evans, that's going to improve right. your game as well. So, dude, I'm telling the Bucks are going to be interesting. I really like the way the Bucks did their offseason. I really, really like it.
1: And shout out, I don't even know their general managers and their GMs and their front office at all. But how about them just going after a team this year?
0: Being aggressive, I, I like it.
1: Like, and what's crazy is, like, they don't really have much to be like, yeah, let's just go after it. You know? Right. Like, they literally have gotten all this stuff in draft and free agents, and I've just, you
0: know, played smart with it. And plus, one thing that nobody seems to be talking about that I'm going to talk about is, yeah, their roster looks really good, but, you know, people are going to be like, well, the Browns had a good roster. The Browns had a crappy coach. They got Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians was able to scrape up, I think it was, was it six or eight wins with Jameis Winston? him tom brady he he he's going to put a i'm going to say they're going to put up 12 wins next year. They're going to put up 12. Wins. Yeah. You know, let
1: me they I mean they are in the NFC and they're going to have a harder schedule.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like the NFC is just so much tougher than I mean, the I mean, AFC. Like, they'll probably
1: they'll probably lose to the Saints once.
0: I mean, you got to play the Saints twice. Um, I My thing is I playing at the Superdome. I hear that's one of the toughest places to play. And if right. I, If if you had to say they're going to lose one game, I'm assuming that would probably be the game most people would choose. Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. I mean, it would be a throwdown. That'd be a good game to watch though.
1: And for them it's Six games into the season, they're still kind of young, so begin- the beginning of their season is, is pretty easy outside of that Saints game. Falcons, Panthers, Bears, Broncos, Lions,
0: Giants, Raiders. The, right, that's for mm, fir- the are like their first eight. I'm telling you though, watch out for the Raiders.
1: No, I no no, I'm not saying they're bad. But oh, I think
0: okay, you're just saying.
1: There Easier teams, they're younger teams, less evolved, kind of, right? Other,
0: other Unexperienced teams. teams that Tom Brady will pick apart.
1: Right. I mean, the Panthers rebuilding, Falcons rebuilding, Bears, don't, they don't know what the heck they're doing. The Nobody Falcons does. Rebuilding, the Lions are rebuilding, the Giants are rebuilding, and the Raiders kind of have rebuilt. They're kind of getting chemistry down. Um, and then their last eight games when they should kind of start clicking you know Packers, vikings chiefs ramps maybe the chargers will be good so actually I was a little wrong I uh, it split up the home games and away games so let me, let me rephrase this all their away games are very easy for them other than the Saints
0: right um, so so you mentioned San Diego and whether that'll be tough or not. So and my I think the Bucks match up very very well against San Diego. I think San Diego might be a team like Detroit was this year where it's like they're in every game but they're going to lose almost every game but it's within one possession. Right. It's because it like their defense is going to be so tough next year. Like they're going to have a top 5 defense. But if they, I don't even know who they're going with at quarterback. And if they can't get a quarterback, right. their offense, they're I would be surprised if they put up fifteen points a game. I don't
1: know. I mean, your offense is still going to be good. I, I think, I think the biggest thing will be your quarterback. You know, like until until they know who their quarterback is, they 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 can't really figure out the system. You know.
0: So with San Diego, though, in my head, there's only one quarterback that would change my mind to say they're going to do all right next year, and if and it's Jordan Love. If they take Jordan Love, that's the, in my head, that's the best first-round pick they can get.
1: Uh, and I don't think they will.
0: I don't think they will. I hope they will. I think they're going to take Herbert. Yeah, I know. Shame. <laughs> I'm not saying Herbert's bad. I'm just saying Jordan Love... I love the way he plays. It's just more efficient. And so he's more West Coast. And that's how San- although San Diego doesn't really like to do that. So Herbert like might. The running f- gun. Right. And nothing's wrong with the running gun. I like the running gun. But Herbert, if you're going with Herbert, yeah. he probably has the best deep throw accuracy other than Joe Burrow. But there's no chance I can get Joe Burrow. Did uh, you see
1: their new jerseys and helmets and stuff? San Diego's are their concepts,
0: yeah. Uh, I haven't seen them. So let me, let, very me nice. let me let me look this up. They're,
1: um, I don't know if they're new jerseys or they're just concepts, but um, they got the the, the light blue still, um, all white, and then. Their Color Rush, I believe, is, like, their alternate now. And then their new Color Rush is, like, all dark, navy
0: blue. Okay, I'm looking at them now. You know what those look like? Those look like uh, the the old school ones they used to run. I like that. I like their baby blue. They, I like their baby blue. Their
1: got the their numbers are sweet. They're, like, um, pricks. Pretty-
0: I don't know. They're flongs. yellow
1: on the side of the helmet, and
0: they look sweet. They they look, oh man, I love those. Those actually look, those look good. Those look really really good. The yeah, I
1: was like, I was
0: like, those are dope. <laughs> dude, sp- speaking of jerseys, did you see the Falcons jerseys? Yep. Oh the man. The
1: longest, the longest yard jerseys.
0: <laughs> yeah oh dude those were bad those were so bad like I know I know that doesn't have anything to do with like how they play but jeez
1: we haven't changed our jerseys ever and then they change them and or like the font and the style and they they do it and it just sucks
0: (laughs) next thing you know they're gonna recruit Adam Sandler dude he's gonna play their star quarterback dude
1: hey It it might not be a
0: bad backup for uh, Ryan Tannehill. Or my
1: Ryan Ryan
0: Tannehill. Ah, you had one of the names right. That's close enough. Yeah, I'm. uh, I guess that
1: just shows how much I care
0: about the Falcons. Dude, what happened to the fal? I still don't know what happened to the Falcons. They went to the Super Bowl, they lost, and then their team just went to crap. Like it's not like they lost anybody. like Keanu like Neal's been hurt. Kind of, I get that.
1: It's kind of the same with um, the Rams. I mean, like, they're, I mean, they're losing people, but like, their roster is horrible. You know, after being a Super Bowl team, contending
0: team. I don't know what goes what goes on behind the scenes after you lose a Super Bowl. So, there's not a lot of teams that, if you lose, it's not often that you go back the next year. What goes on behind the scenes? But
1: but what makes you go, okay, let's just rebuild?
0: Yeah, because you made it that far. Like, Like, I get it. If you were an older team and like that was your one year and all those contracts expired and you lost all those guys, that's one thing. But they kept most of their roster. What happened to it?
1: Yeah, like, what's, what's the whole thing? Like, okay, we need one more piece. Oh, we need another offensive threat because, you know, we struggled on offense a little bit or maybe, you know, whatever it is. Maybe you, our defense sucked or whatever or special teams. But, like, they were there in the game. They held the Patriots to 13 points,
0: you know? Dude, like, the Rams even added better players. And they still couldn't win. They they, they added right, Jalen Rams. still got worse. Yeah. And,
1: like, so, the other thing is, is, like, the other teams didn't get better. No.
0: No. You know?
1: Like, the Seahawks roster didn't change. The Niners roster just kind of evolved into better players. I don't know if it changed.
0: Well, okay, okay, but well, but like, here's where I, unfortunately, I have to disagree. Seattle's roster did change. After we lost the Super Bowl, the L.O.B., Literally, is like, we're done. And then they just broke apart. We gave it one more no, year. Right, the like, contract expired, and then they're like, go. peace out. That's it. So, uh, I, I have to know. We've
1: been kind of plagued with injuries. You know, Cam Chancellor back injury. Doug back injury, or neck injury, right? So, I feel right. like if we were able to keep some of those. Like, if we were able to keep Cam, I bet we would have been able to keep um Earl. So Just
0: because of their connection and stuff. So okay, I'm gonna get something out of the way now because every everyone always, uh, okay, especially during the the championship game or the the week seventeen game, you know. I, I, I wore the Richard Sherman Seahawks jersey, and so there, everyone was talking. They're like, "Dude, you like, you like Richard Sherman? Like he left Seattle, dude. Like he left Seattle." I'm like. He wanted to come back. Seattle wouldn't re-sign him. One thing that people right. don't talk about, yeah, they talk about that he he went to San Fran, right? Everybody wants to talk about that. What they don't talk about is when he went there. By the way, he's from San Francisco. Like, he went to school in Sanford. He's from there. He wanted to play where he lived, where he grew up. So it's not like it was about division rivalry. I want to play the team twice. It wasn't about that. It was like, I want to play for my home team. So, when he went to San right, Francisco... Right, team
1: that gives him the most money, too.
0: Right. That, that was definitely a big part of it. Um. So, when he went there, he actually, when he got the offer, he went back to Seattle and says, If you can match this, I'll stay. If you can match it, we'll stay. They said no. So, on that aspect, it's Seattle's fault. It's not the player. So, I just had to get that right, out of the way. it's like... I get
1: what you're saying. And, like, I agree. Like, no, it's not Sherman's fault. And I don't think anybody in Seattle is, like, mad at Sherman. Or I don't think they should be. But, I mean, like, you got to, like, Sherman was kind of, he's not as good as he was, you know. He wasn't, to us, he wasn't worth the money you wanted.
0: So, when he was in his last year of his contract, I did, I would agree that he wasn't what he used to be. He was still a great corner, but he wasn't that number one corner anymore but now looking at him this last year in san francisco dude he played lights out like honestly he did great this year he earned every dime of his incentives so props to him on recovering from that was it an achilles he had an achilles tear right that's super hard to come back from the
1: only thing i'd say is like he's so much slower than he uh and he's been, which is definitely showed this year. That you that know, he's good in the short routes and he's good in the the cover zones where you know he doesn't have to chase down a receiver. But like we were kind of shown like when he was trying to guard like Tyreek Hill, and I know Tyree Hill's dumb fast, but also kinda like when he was guarding um Sammy Watkins a little bit.
0: Yeah, he got burned. Um, he got burned real bad.
1: He was he was getting he was getting burned pretty bad going laterally down the field.
0: Right, but he's also in uh, year ten, year ten. Like that has a little bit to right, do with so, it. Coming off an a- AC or uh, Achilles still, like his speed diminished a little bit. But he's So
1: and that's what I'm saying. Like he is a good cornerback. He is not elite. He is not like the greatest right now. You know. You know. So like I. I don't know what his contract was. Let me look up his contract. But I his
0: contract was, was literally all incentives. His contract was all incentives, and people made fun of him. And they're like, "Oh, dude, that's this is a worthless contract. You're an idiot." Because he negotiated it himself, and then that's why he was talking so much. You know, he was talking so much because he hit literally every dime of his incentives. He maxed out his his right. contract. So
1: right, which is which is good for him.
0: I don't but, understand I mean like why defensive players wouldn't want incentives because it's like what if I outperform my contract and I don't get paid for outperforming it? But if I underperform, no big deal, right? So but if right. you're in a mindset of like, dude, I'm the best. It doesn't like I'm the best player in on our team defensively, like it doesn't matter, I'm the best. Why wouldn't you take that incentive? You can earn more money that way.
1: Yeah, a lot more. Yeah, I, I mean, like his his original was twenty seven million, and now at the moment he's boosting it up to 30, $39 dollars for three years.
0: Right, dude, that's huge.
1: Which is a lot more. So,
0: but you know, prop, props to props to him for returning to that. I'm not gonna say he's elite anymore, but to a, a top tier level of play again. And it's super hard for a corner to remain good for so long. Like, statistically, you look at people, like, if you were the most dominant corner in the league for two years, after that two years, you probably, really other than Darrell Revis, your name kind of slowly will dissipate away. Because it's like, after a while, the quarterbacks learn, like, hey, just don't throw to him. Don't throw against his side. Right. So, that's why it's super rare you don't see corners with, like, eight picks worth four, four plus seasons in a row you just don't see it
1: right right I mean like it's just a smart thing to do then you're like we can't we can't afford to throw that guy but I mean it's kind of it kind of like works against all um, corners in my opinion because then they just they're not used to that kind of level
0: Right, and I think that that's ultimately what hurts them at the end, is that they were so good that nobody wanted to throw to them, and then they kind of will relax a little bit, and then they'll get burned. Right. So, you know. And we totally got st- jumped a few topics. Um, one thing that you were talking about that you sent me, I saw, was the Chase Young, that they're open to discussion that they're not willing to trade down but they're open for discussion to trade down. Um what do you think about that? Um that's a pretty big mistake for a team that's rebuilding. <laughs> right. I um, I I think it's fine to be open to listen to them, but don't don't trade that pick away. You can get the best player in the draft with a second pick. Because the Bengals are probably going to take Joe Burrow. Yeah. But Chase no, Young is you. the best player in the draft. Right. And you need to focus on your defense and just a full-out rebuild. Right. Chase Young could easily be your backbone. It, I definitely think he has a chance to have a career like J.J. Watt. Like, that's that's my ceiling for him. I think Uh, he's what was
1: was your ceiling?
0: Uh JJ Watt. I definitely think he's probably gonna be I think he has a chance to have a better career than both of Bosa brothers. I think he's better than both of them.
1: I mean he's he's had to live in the Bosa shadows.
0: But now he's on his own, you know?
1: But he's also had to prove like, yeah, I'm pretty freaking good.